Hey y'all, what it is, what it ain't doing its thing. It is Brittany Shell, and I am back with another episode of my podcast, Bree Speaks. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. And if this is your first time um, hearing an episode of mine, um, welcome and I am happy to have you. I appreciate you, I appreciate your time, and I appreciate um, you you know, exchanging some of your time to, you know, really listen to something that's gonna help stimulate your mind and um, really help just like draw some attention on some things um, that I think are important when it comes to self, when it comes to leadership, when it comes to entrepreneurship, and um, when it comes to just navigating through life, okay? So I appreciate you. Thank you for being here. Now, before I go into um, this podcast, first, I just I want to say this. I need to say this. Like, I appreciate having a podcast like I have a different level of appreciation for having a podcast. Right. I have a YouTube channel. And while I like being in front of a camera, I know I look good in front of a camera. Um, I speak well and all these different things I like being in front of a camera but it's just something about having a podcast and being able to just talk that just makes me makes me feel good like it's extremely convenient like right now y'all it is 9 56 and today is July 24th and it's 9 56 p.m. I am literally in my robe sitting on the floor in my closet sitting on my zebra zebra print mink blanket right like no makeup my hair is not done y'all don't have to look at me y'all just gotta hear me and my voice just gotta sound good right so i have a different level of appreciation for this podcast and starting this podcast i just wanted to throw that out there all right but today's episode is going to be about the importance of taking care of self um, and the effects, the negative and positive effects it can have on your business, on your life, on your personal life. Um, and I'm just going to tell y'all my experience with it, my testimony with it. And, I, you know, I'm going to tell y'all some stories about um, me being in the military, my experience as a leader, the things that I've learned and just all of this stuff because while you know my tenure in the military is soon about to end, um, I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot from a leadership aspect and I think that everything that I've learned has prepared me for where I am going and so I have a different level of appreciation for the military just because I've learned so much and I want to share that with y'all today so yes we about to get into it so I remember when I first started my self-care journey um I'm on YouTube and I'm just trying to look for something to understand what this process looks like what is it going to take um, what is it going to take for me to, you know what I'm saying, find some type of love for self? Because um, there was a point in my life where I just felt so lost. And while I wouldn't say I had like low self-esteem, I've never really battled with low self-esteem. But I've battled with 
um, um, low levels of self-worth, right? Um, and I was trying to look for love for self, right? And I didn't know how to go about it and all this other stuff. So I'm online researching, you know, Googling YouTube. They got everything. So I came across this lady's YouTube channel and she's a motivational speaker and she's a black woman. And me, when I'm on YouTube and when I'm like researching stuff, I try to go to black people's YouTube channels. Like if I try to look for black people who have the information I need to hear, like I don't go to nobody else but black people. But anyways, I went to her, I went to her YouTube channel and she pretty much gave an analogy to um she pretty much gave an analogy to what self-love was and I I like that and I appreciate it and it helped me understand it a little bit more because I am someone who I don't necessarily need to be taught um by visual but as long as you can describe it to me um I can picture it right as long as you can like properly describe something to me I can definitely picture it so she was describing it and um and she was like picture yourself as a teacup right and when you look at like a tea set when you see a tea set there's a teapot there's a teacup and then there's like a tea saucer that like goes under the cup right so she said think of yourself as a teacup and the contents in the teacup whether it be tea coffee whatever um that is your love for self right and she said you need to get to the point where your teacup is so full of love for self that it starts to spill over and it starts to overflow right and um whatever has has overflown and whatever is on that saucer whatever love is left that is the love that you distribute that is the love that you deposit into your business into the people that you love your family like that is what you use to give to everyone else right and that just made so much sense to me right because i'm like okay all right because what she said was you can't love from an empty cup because eventually you'll you'll be running empty you'll run out of love right you'll run out of love because you're running you're 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 loving from a half full cup right and so i was like okay um i need to be so full of love and be so full of love for self that I have more that I have you know I have extra to give to other people that way I'm 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 whole I'm full and I love myself and I'm okay that's one and then two I can give people genuine love because the love that I feel for myself and the love that I show other excuse me the love that I show other people is just a reflection of the love that I feel for myself right so that just made so much sense to me and that is when I understood what self-love was that was when I understood what it was and then I went so okay so how do I what do I 
need to do to get to that point, right? So I gave that example because I'm not about to, you know what I'm saying, like go too deep into what self-love is. I'm not about to insult anyone's intelligence because I know that, you know, we're all out here um, talking about self-love and, um, you know, helping people get to the point where they have love for self, right? So I'm not going to, you know, go too deep into it, but that analogy was perfect. And I hope you guys were able to understand it. And I hope that, you know what I'm saying, it painted a better picture for you of how you need to love yourself right now, how you need to implement that. Um, you can go to my YouTube channel and check out the video that um, is titled um, How to Become More in Tune with Yourself. And I have steps that will kind of um, start and jumpstart your self-care journey. So if y'all want to know about that, go to my YouTube channel, QB Ambitions. And yeah, um, that'll that'll definitely help you get started with your journey. Okay, now the effects so the so we all know that you know what i'm saying having love for self how it affects um and how you can um how you are able to love other people properly when you love yourself properly right those are the benefits of self-love okay those are the benefits of self-love um and just imagine the work you can do just imagine the type of business you want to build just imagine the type of leader you can become imagine the love the like the the caring and kindness you feel in your heart to give to other people when you have so much to give like just imagine that and just imagine the lives that you can change when you start to love yourself properly like you just be out here giving love to just any and everybody you know what i'm saying you become a blessing to any and everybody and that's that's what that's what i need that's what i want that's not what i need but that's what i want to be you know what i'm saying that's that's where i'm getting to and i'm happy to you know share my journey with y'all but um the negative effects of not having love for self you be I mean I know for me I was I became extremely selfish I didn't care about anyone else's feelings but mine right and I don't know I I became so toxic I became so toxic to the people that I love and the people that I care about and not on purpose but only because um only because I I didn't have any I didn't have any love for myself right and the saying the cliche saying that hurt people hurt people and misery loves company that is the truth and not because you're out here just looking for misery but you you're you're I don't even know how to explain it but you're just not even capable of properly loving somebody when when you're in a place of depression when you're in a place of anxiousness and things like that you can't care about nobody else's problems when you have problems of your own that you don't even know how to combat right you can't possibly care about someone else's family care about helping other people care about you know what i'm saying uh properly distributing information and guidance to other people if you don't even know how to do it yourself how are you gonna run a business if you can't even run your life your life is a business and if you can't run your life 
and manage your own life, manage your finances, manage your household, manage your family, manage your children. How do you expect to go and manage other human beings? I just don't get it. You're not you you're not a leader to nobody. And that's going to show, right? So my experience, right? This was in 2018 to 2019. I deployed to Afghanistan. I deployed to Afghanistan. And just to give you all a little background on what I do, because me, I'm not one of them frontline type soldiers. I'm not about to be kicking in no doors. I'm not about to be going in nowhere, guns blazing, okay? Now, of course, every soldier in the military is trained and their first MOS is combat, right but we all have um like we all need to know how to shoot a weapon we all need to know how to do land navigation we 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 all need to know those basic soldiering skills those basic things you need just to know how to defend yourself and know how to defend your country right so all of us we have that baseline but there are some mos's um um occupations and skills that um you know people they they go further in depth with it right i'm not one of them people i'm just not and i don't want to be you know what i'm saying like i'm cool with just knowing how to defend myself and knowing how to defend people around me but baby i'm i'm not trying to be on the front line of nothing okay my main job and the job that i do on a daily basis is human resources right so such an amazing job gave me so many like experiences with leadership all right I'm gonna go further into that later but back to my deployment I was it was in 2018 I deployed to Afghanistan right I am a newly promoted sergeant who is currently going through a through a divorce I was currently combating you know what I'm saying separation anxiety from being away from my daughter and you know what I'm saying and this is also around the time that you know me and my ex-husband we wasn't you know what I'm saying on the best of terms and we were like I said going through a divorce and I had never been away from my daughter um I'm also someone who has battled with um abandonment issues so being away from my daughter wasn't easy at all and having him having the things that was going on with me and my ex-husband just did not help it kind of just added fuel to the fire um he was toxic to me I was toxic to him and it just wasn't good right but here I am in Afghanistan with soldiers you know what I'm saying and our post is always getting um indirect fires hits our our, um our uh fob and stuff was our place of operation our place of you know what I'm saying where we lived at and things like that um people were always like we were always getting hit by IDFs and IDFs are indirect fire right that's when you know what I'm saying people just launch missiles and hope that it hits something right so um we were getting hit with IDFs and things like that just imagine just imagine the damage that can be done and and um, in the lives that are at are at risk when your mind is not in the game when your mind is not when you're when you're not aware when you are not you know alert and when you have all these other things going on in your head you're not paying attention to 
you, you're just not thinking right. You're not paying attention to the things that could possibly happen to you, your soldiers, and you become a liability. You become you 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 become a detriment to you and other people around you that need you. Right. And that's exactly what I was downrange in Afghanistan, going through all of my craziness. Not my head was not in a game whatsoever. Right. And I became I became a really toxic leader. Now, I wouldn't say, yeah, I was toxic. I'm not even about to cap. I was definitely toxic because I was just always angry. I I couldn't effectively communicate. I was aggressive. I was always crying and emotional. I was just a wreck, okay? And that reflected in my leadership style. Me and my soldier wasn't getting along. I didn't know my soldier. My soldier didn't know me. So we was always bumping heads. And he was also going through things as well, right? So things between me and my soldier me and my leadership it just wasn't good because i wasn't good and i just had my issues and i i didn't have time to worry about other issues but i became um a liability right for like the first three to like four months i was a liability not even that but i'm also scared i'm also scared that i'm not gonna make it home to my daughter right and i'm also i'm all of these fears is running through my head you know what i'm saying like people are getting blown up by idfs and and people's um people's like not tents i forgot what they're called but they're like metal metal buildings that you sleep in like you know they're like dorm rooms but like in metal huge containers but yeah, so those was getting blown up, like our shop exchange was being blown up and just all this stuff. So I'm combating all of these stressors um, while also being in a combative environment. Like, it's just crazy. Like, I couldn't take care of myself, myself and like, therefore, I couldn't I couldn't take care of anybody else. And it showed, you know what I'm saying? It showed in my leadership. And I was a brand new non-commissioned officer. And... um when you go from being a soldier to a non-commissioned officer like it's just a huge difference of responsibility and all this other stuff right so I was a brand new non-commissioned officer and yeah this was my very first deployment and it was hard and it was just crazy and it definitely showed right so that was my experience with that and not only that when I came back from my deployment like I eventually got to a place where I was better and the you know I had my good times during that deployment and things like that but when I got back um now I'm dealing with PTSD now I'm still dealing with the effects of the divorce and now I'm still dealing with issues with my ex-husband like I'm just dealing with all of these things right and I was still I wasn't a toxic leader at this point but I couldn't give my all to my soldiers, right? Like I ended up going to behavioral health a lot. And pretty much what that is, is just you going to a therapist. Behavioral health is like going to see a therapist in the civilian world, right? And so, um, like I said, I couldn't take care of my soldiers because I, I couldn't take care of myself. I had a lot of stuff going on. And again, it showed I wasn't at work as much as I needed to be they you know I was there as much as I could as you know as much as I could be but I wasn't as I wasn't there as much as I I said that all wrong I was there 
as much as I was able to. But had I taken care of myself better, I could have been there more and things like that. So, yeah, like it showed in my leadership um, because I wasn't taking care of myself, because I wasn't setting boundaries, because I wasn't, um, I just wasn't aligned and it showed in my leadership skills and I was lacking. I was a terrible leader and I can say that now because I've grown so much but back then if you know what I'm saying if you asked me you know what I'm saying what I felt like the issue was I damn sure wasn't about to say myself it was everybody else and their mama it wasn't me and that's a bad that's a bad mindset to have as a leader right but it starts with you it starts with taking care of yourself right now the positive effects it had on my career right now the biggest thing the biggest trait that i not not the biggest trait but the most valuable trait i feel like i have as a leader is the fact that i am a great problem solver right when my head is on right and i can think straight i'm quick on my feet i'm quick on my feet and i ha- i know how to use my resources right i know how to figure stuff out i don't need a whole lot of information to figure something out you can give me something and you can say hey i need you to do this and i may need to know like you know i may need to know like all i really need to know is your goal your intent that's really all that i need to know and then i'll go out and figure out the rest right so i'm really really good at that i'm so good with like figuring stuff out on my own and that's the trait that i know i have like y'all when i say i make stuff happen okay i make stuff happen um that was one of the biggest things i learned about myself being in the military because um and also um the unit that i've been working in is actually like the biggest unit on the post that I work in. I'm not going to tell you how to post that I work in. Because then y'all going to. You, you, you going to know just way too much about me. But. Um, yes. The post that I work at. I work at the biggest unit on post. The unit that I work in. And this you know. Y'all. I don't. I don't know. You know what I'm saying. What level of understanding my listeners have about this. But I'm just going to explain it anyway. The unit that I work in. We service over a thousand people right so um even if you don't know much about the military and things like that i service a thousand people a thousand people okay um and you know we process awards we process you know what i'm saying like like leave forms and their finances like my shop and the shop that i work in Um, We handle all of their admin stuff, right? Because they are MOSs like truck drivers, mechanics, and all this other stuff. They don't really know how to handle their own finances. They kind of need someone to do that while we need someone to like, you know what I'm saying, go on missions and things like that. So, so they are like the, the, they are like the soldiers and us in human resources. We take care of the soldiers. We make sure that their finance is good. We make sure that they can go on leave on time. We make sure that they get their award when they're supposed to. We make sure they are just good to go so that they don't have to worry about it. That is my job. 
and um, I had like seven to like 10 soldiers under me, right? And so, you know what I'm saying? Our office was always busy. Like our unit has a really high tempo and just all of this stuff, right? So not only do we service a battalion of 13 people, 13, 13 people, 1300 people. Now I have uh, 10 soldiers that I have to make sure are good to go. And the one thing that I hate about the military, and this is like a huge reason on why I'm getting out, even though I've learned a lot in this aspect, um, there were some downfalls with it too. There were some things that I just did not like about it at all, right? And in the military, um, you're like a grown person's babysit. Like, I feel like I babysit my soldiers and half of my soldiers are like older than me. Not even half of them, probably all of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have the most experience and things like that. But a lot of them are older than me. You come in at different ages, at different times of your life and things like that. So a lot of my soldiers are older than me with the exception of, like, one or two. Right? And so imagine this. Imagine having to make sure their living quarters is good every day, once a day. Sometimes twice a day. Make sure they're living right. They live in barracks, which is, like, dorm rooms to colleges they live in barracks rooms so you got to check their barracks rooms every day you got to make sure whatever family issues they're having they are taken care of you got to make sure their financial issues are taken care of you got to make sure their personal development is being um is being taken care of you got to make sure their mental is being taken care of you got to make sure they know their job you have all of these responsibilities as one person and imagine having to do this for every last soldier you get what I'm saying? Like some of the soldiers have kids. Some of them don't. Some of them have um, mental issues. Some of them have health issues. And, you and you, you know what I'm saying? You got to make sure they know their job. And imagine, you know, having to like train those type of people, help them manage their lives and help them get their lives on track. And you just have so much influence over these soldiers. It is freaking crazy. And... um yeah, it, it could be a lot, but imagine, you know what I'm saying, like, you having to do that. I low-key lost my train of thought. But anyways, I am someone that's really good with pulling my resources. I'm someone that's really good with figuring stuff out and solving problems. And I'm so good at it because I've been in this unit that requires so much out of me. You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm in a unit that requires so much out of me. And I've 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 become immune to it. I've become immune to it to the point where where it doesn't even seem like a lot anymore. You get what I'm saying? Like I have my days where I'm just like, oh, I'm swamped. But you know what I'm saying? I can handle a lot. My tolerance for um my tolerance for it is is really high and I like it I like it because I'm not really someone that likes to sit around and do nothing you know I like to be engaged I like to help people and yeah so it's awesome like at the end of the day you know what I'm saying there's the the struggles of being in the military but you know what I'm saying if you if you can you can really learn a lot if you really try to okay and if you you know what i'm saying put the craziness to the side and you just try to get the best best out of it but i'm really good at problem solving um and i'm really good at getting a little bit of information and using my resources to um you know what i'm saying get the rest of the pieces to the puzzle 
And um, think about it like this, like when I, you know, when I talk about being able to get little piece and bits and pieces of information and going to go figure out the rest on my own. Think of a puzzle piece, right? I mean, think of a puzzle that has not been put together yet. All the pieces are just everywhere and you got to, you know what I'm saying, find the first two pieces to connect, to build off of that. That's what my mind is like, right? So if you give me one or two puzzle pieces... I know where to go and how to get the rest of those puzzle pieces figured out. You know what I'm saying? Like all I need is a little bit of information. I don't need you to repeat certain things to me because then, you know what I'm saying? I kind of like that kind of loses my, it kind of loses my interest. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't need the same thing repeated to me more than once because then, you know, my mind just kind of goes elsewhere. But Um, If you, you know, are coming to me with new information and things like that, you know what I'm saying? I can catch on pretty quick. And then not only that, but I can compare it to something else that I may have learned similar to. And I can piece the two pieces together without you having to tell me to piece them together. You know what I'm saying? So um, I'm really good in that aspect. Um, I know how to pull from my resources and yeah, like. And that's how I know I'm going to be a beast at entrepreneurship. Like I'm not an, you know, I'm, I I don't have a business just yet, but I know I'm going to be a beast at entrepreneurship because I am someone that I thrive off of, um, I thrive off of being someone who is being depended upon, right? Like I'm not someone that necessarily needs to be depended upon, but if I am someone you decide to depend on and you decide that I add value to your life and you want to keep coming to me because of that I take pride in that and I value that and I appreciate that and I make sure I cherish that so I'm someone that you know appreciates being dependent upon I I am extremely dependable you tell me you need something done um, I'm definitely going to make it happen Um, and yeah like But yeah, like I'm, you know, running a business is definitely going to be new for me. But I'm so ready for the challenge, y'all. Hold on. A dang on freaking cricket just like jumped out of nowhere, y'all. Hold on. My bad, y'all. There was a cricket that it was a baby cricket but it jumped like out of nowhere I didn't even see that thing but it just kind of jumped out of nowhere like towards my face and I'm just like what the heck but it scared me and this is another reason why I'm getting out of the military because look the military they like to go camping a lot they like to go to the field and uh, you know what I'm saying they like to you know well I wouldn't say they like to do this stuff but it just comes with it's the nature of the job right but it's the nature of the job that, you know what I'm saying, you got to put yourself in harsh conditions to um, to learn how to survive and all of that other stuff. And you got to be outside. You got to be with the bugs. And I just don't like that. I'm, I'm not even going to cap. Like, I don't like that. I don't like bugs. I don't like feeling sticky and yucky and sweaty. I, I just don't like it. I don't like it at all. I'm not built for it. I just don't like it. Bugs is not it don't they don't sit right with me. If if it's a if it's bigger than a baby ant, 
I don't want no parts, okay? And I'm talking about the black ants, not the fire ants, okay? I don't want no parts, okay? But, um, you know, I was saying that I am someone who appreciates being dependent upon. I am someone who appreciates the aspect of leadership. I am someone that likes that responsibility and I like the pressure. I love that pressure. I love that stress. I love growing through the stresses of being a leader and the responsibilities that come with it. Like I have a I have a I have a level of appreciation for that that some people may not. Okay. Um, so yeah. Um I am definitely going to you know what I'm saying end this podcast um because I've uh, I've pretty much said everything that I need to say and I really hope that you all got something out of it um yeah especially if you are still listening to this podcast I appreciate you um you are an inspiration I'm proud of you um your story matters your life matters you are important and don't let anyone ever tell you otherwise okay um and as billionaire p always billionaire pa always says i love you to life and i need to go get some gold water okay i really need to go get some gold water because baby when i say when i get distracted i will straight lose all of my train of thought i will lose all of my train of thought and i ran out of gold water and i need i need to get some more of that you know what i'm saying to get my focus back you know what i'm saying but yeah i appreciate y'all for tuning into my podcast i will see y'all on the next episode bye